Hi, listeners. My name is Darnisha Hawkins, and I am your host. Today is Motivational Monday, and I am so excited that y'all decided to join me again for another episode. Thank you so much for tuning in again. Thank you for not giving up on me. Thank you for not throwing in a towel. (laughs) I appreciate it, okay? So let's get into it. As y'all know, Easter is fastly approaching, okay? And our Savior lives, okay? Our Savior lives. So let's get into our motivation that's going to get us going and keep us going throughout our weekday. Let's talk about it. Hi, listeners. Welcome back to Motivational Monday. I am your host, Darnisha. I am super excited. Listen, thank you so very much for joining me again. Um, Like I said, it's Motivational Monday. I won't be very long, but I did want to touch on some few pointers, okay, to, um, to get us... You know, to get our minds going and to keep us motivated and to keep us encouraged. I know it's been tough. I know we're going through a lot, but I promise y'all, we're going to be all right, okay? Um, I just wanted to touch on uh, a few things to kind of get us encouraged and motivated and to keep us there, hopefully. <laughs> so I hope and pray this helps somebody, okay? Um, as we all know, like I said, Easter is fastly approaching, and um, we know that Jesus laid down his life for us. And we know that on the third day, Jesus rose, and today he lives forever more and forever on and on again after that. And so we know that, um, first of all, resurrection, that is a powerful word, to resurrect. Um, it means to restore life to a dead situation. And we know that the only way that, a, well, I know that the only way that a person can truly be resurrected um, is when their lives are resurrected through Jesus himself. That's the only way that you can truly be restored. Um, I know that there's so many things that we try to, um, that we try to substitute with, uh, with the restoration of our lives or maybe of our peace or maybe of our peace of minds that we try to use as a substitute to try to get us to cope um, with the fact that we need our minds restored from maybe even a particular trauma or maybe something that we haven't healed from from years ago. Um, Not understanding that our lives can only truly be resurrected through Christ. That's the only way. Because nobody else in this world has enough power to give life to a dead situation but Jesus. And he gives life to (laughs) a dead situation. And um, that is just so amazing when you think about it is that when you think about how powerful just that is within itself, 
with the fact that even though we're going through so much in our lives and sometimes we can go through something and we feel like there's truly no way out of that particular situation or we feel like there's no way that I'm going to feed my family off of making $7 an hour or off of making $12 an hour and I know but how high the cost of living is and how high groceries are, I may not be on food stamps. I may not be, you know, and even if I am on food stamps, you know, what if there's not enough for me? Or what if we're struggling um, to keep our family uh, strong? Or what if I'm struggling to keep my marriage strong? Or what if it feels like that I'm going through something in my life every single day? You know, it feels like my, my family is, is going through it. It feels like a member of my family is dying. It seems like every year. You know, or whatever the situation may be for you, I don't know. But I am a firm believer that Jesus can certainly give life to a dead situation, to something that is declared dead. He breathes a breath of life into that very situation. So you may think that, oh my goodness, I'm going through uh, uh, this, this, um, a decrease in my pay I'm on my job I'm going through this decrease of health in my body I'm going through this decrease of peace I've been experiencing hell and I know we made our New Year's resolution for 2020 and I thought that things was going to get better for me and I'm still going through it I'm still not barely hanging on by a thread I'm still barely doing what I thought what I'm supposed to do. And I'm not where I thought that I was going to be um, at the beginning of the year. I'm still trying to make it. Okay. I'm still trying to do the best I can for me and my children. I'm a single mother. I'm a single father. And I'm still out here working two or three jobs to make ends meet. But I'm here to tell you that even though you feel like there is no way out of that situation, that there is always a way of escape and a lot of times we go through stuff and I think I spoke on this before and the stuff that we go through is to build our character character is built okay strength is built when we go through um when we go through trials and hardships it's built and it teaches us how to trust and depend on God and it teaches us how to lean not to our own understanding but to the understanding and acknowledgement of Jesus and his will for our life. You know, it's easy for us to lean on what we think we should do. Well, you know what? I'm really struggling, so I'm finna go and try to steal. I'm finna go and try to give me a, a five what they call a five finger discount. <laughs> okay, I'm finna go and try to, you know, sell this little, you know, whatever to try to make ends meet for me and my family. It's very easy because for us to lean out on our own understanding because when we're in a, a bind or when we're in a financial bind, we're the first thing we're thinking is, okay, I have bills due. How am I going to get out of this? I can't just sit around and not do nothing, you know, because we start to panic and we start to worry and we start to get frantic and nervous, you know. Have, have you ever been through something like that and... You know, your first thought was, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? What are we going to eat? What are we going to do? Where are we going to go? We're getting evicted. Where are we going to live? You know, was that your first thought or was your first thought to pray? 
I mean, I know that I've been in some situations and my first thought was like, oh my goodness, you know, I'm going to pray later, but for right now, what am I going to do? Okay. <laughs> you know, in every situation, we don't always think first, okay, let me talk to God about it first and let him direct me on what I should do. Our first thought is to worry and to get it done ourselves. But a lot of times we screw up. We absolutely positively screw up. <laughs> okay. And when we screw up, and the things we mess up, we have to trust God and depend on him and pray to him to restore that thing that we screwed up. To restore that thing in our lives that we caused to die or that we caused to be harder on us because we chose to do what we wanted to do. So Jesus restores our life through him. He resurrects um, every dead situation in our lives through him. So, um, resurrection, he restores us. Okay. And the second thing I want to talk about is you cannot be restored. Listen, you cannot be resurrected and, and restored and not be redeemed. Okay. Redeemed comes after the redemption. Okay. The act of redemption, you know, after Jesus restores our life, restores our life, gives, um, life and breathe breath into a dead situation um he redeems us um he snatches us and we regain possession over our lives again he saves us basically jesus saves okay and like i just said so many times we've gotten ourselves into some pretty crazy situations okay i <laughs> and i can speak you know i don't know if i want to tell this testimony i think i might but i might not i don't know but yeah uh, <laughs> I don't know what to talk about. Yeah, but uh, he, gets, he he redeems us and he snatches us out of the enemy hand. And I know for sure <laughs> that uh, <laughs> Jesus saved save me. That's all I'm gonna say. So Jesus redeems us. He saves us. And um, the fact that Jesus saves us, uh, the, the fact that he restores us, uh, and we, we our lives have been resurrected, our lives have been resurrected um, through Christ Jesus, um, Jesus redeems us. Like I just said, we're redeemed. Our lives are justified. Listen, Jesus redeems us because a lot of times we... Oh my goodness, we screw ourselves up so bad thinking we can do what we think we can do and we really can't. Okay. Um, so he is the redeemer of our lives. He's the redeemer of our souls, of our peace, of our joy, of our bodies, of our hearts. Jesus is the redeemer. He saves it. He keeps us safe from what the enemy has planned for us. For us to be attacked, for us to be dead, for us to be walking around with um, without the activity of our limbs, or for us to be walking around and not be even be in our right mind. You know, if it had not been for the hand of God on our lives, the enemy certainly would have had his way. So Jesus definitely redeems us, okay? from what the enemy has set against us. And I just thank God for his redemption. Amen. Okay. So after, after being redeemed, 
Jesus reassures us. He reassures us. Listen, y'all. If you ain't never been reassured by nothing in your life, you can rest assured that um, without any doubt that Jesus is right by our side. Even though we don't deserve it. Even though we don't deserve his grace and his mercy. But he is so good to us. He gives it to us anyhow. And he does what we don't even deserve. So he reassures us um, and he removes our doubts and our fears. Listen, y'all. I'm going to say this. I saw um, on... I think the news a couple of weeks ago, something about, um, something about there were going to be a food shortage, um, which we shouldn't be surprised. If you read your Bible and if you read the word and you'll know that it talks about famine being in the land. So that should be no surprise. But I also noticed that a lot of people became fearful. You know, a lot of Christians that claim they know Jesus became so fearful and that's the last thing that we need is to become fearful and nervous. We know when we know who Jesus is and when we know the creator, there's really no need for us to fear because we know that he is walking with us. We know that he is not going to let us hurt. He's not going to let us uh, be hurt or affected um, by this uh, turmoil that's going on in the world. He is not going to let us be affected in any type of way because we know who our Savior is. And we know that he reassures us in his word that he will never leave us nor forsake us. Okay, he is always right there. I know that there's so much going on, like even in maybe in your neighborhood or maybe if you're in your part of the world or your city or state. Um, I know that there's still so many shootings happening every day. I think I just read a couple of days ago that some people got shot at just minding their business riding on the subway in New York City. And they got shot at, you know. And those are the type of things that, that's going on out here. Those are the type of things that's going on out here. And my condolences to that family. And I pray that everybody is all right. Um, and I pray that everybody is well. But that's the kind of stuff that we have going on in this world. Stuff that's happening that don't even make no type of sense. You know, people are, are killing people and doing stuff in broad daylight now. They don't even care. Okay? So, with this, with all this craziness going on in the world, Jesus reassures us. And I don't know about y'all, but I need some reassurance. Okay? Like like that like that song say rest in assurance Jesus is mine okay <laughs> I need some reassurance in this world I need to know I need for God to remind me that he cares about me that he's concerned about my situation that he knows what's going on down here that he knows we're struggling sometimes that he knows it's hard to stay saved when you want to punch somebody in their face sometimes you know, sometimes we need that reassurance. Sometimes we need for God to speak to us and to tell us he knows he's right there because we're human. You know, in the same way you need to be reassured in a marriage that your partner loves you and care for you or or whatever the case may be. We need for God to reassure us sometimes. You know, and that is what prayer is for. That is what the word of God is for. Okay. And so we have to... Um, we are, we are reassured. Okay. And I just thank God for his reassurance. I thank God for moving any doubt and fears that I might have, um, 
being in this world because sometimes y'all being down here in this world right here that we call the planet earth is fearful okay and if you're if you're not a, a person of great faith you can easily be shaken up i'm telling you this world can shake you up if you're not a person of great faith so i'm telling y'all we have to have faith okay we have to have faith. We can't be shaken by every little thing that we see that we feel like is going to affect us, that we feel like is going to hurt us, you know, because we are reassured that Jesus is with us. So it doesn't matter if it doesn't matter if they ran out of gas tomorrow and no gas stations had gas. We know for sure that Jesus is going to provide for his people. You know, it does not matter. It does not matter if they if all the grocery stores close tomorrow. We can rest assured that Jesus is going to take care of his own. So it does not matter. Because I don't know about y'all, but that's the kind of faith that I have. Uh, is that I'm reassured that doesn't it does not matter who comes, who goes, what come, what go. That Jesus is always right there in the midst of every situation okay <laughs> thank y'all so much for tuning in i really appreciate it listen i hope that this helps somewhat i promise i was trying not to really go in i promise okay and i didn't want to hold y'all long thank y'all so much for tuning in i appreciate it if you have not done so please share this please let um everybody you know hear it i really do appreciate it thank y'all so much and i will talk to y'all again soon bye